Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mosher, Lombardi, and Kane. spend a whole lot of time on this today but something can happen today that has never ever happened before and it's not in a positive way you know who's in town who yeah those guys the Dodgers are in town not a big Dodger guy yeah, it's a doubleheader they're going to lose one of these games they'll get to 100 well losses they need game. to go 7-0 to close out the season to avoid it let's go on a run boys We've talked about it many times, and we're not going to spend another two minutes on this. There are guys in that Rockies team that I really like. We we all like Tovar, do we not? Tovar's a stud. Yeah, absolutely. Nolan Jones is a stud. Diaz was a was an all star. I know you got to have one, but still, I mean, he, he, he's not the problem. You know, I could I could it, when Profar's playing well, his average is not great, but when he is, he's Profar's I, I, gone after this year. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying there, Nolan Jones has shown flashes, right? There are guys that we like at times. But the Rockies have never lost 100 games in their entire existence, and it's definitely going to happen. Now, there are a number of reasons for that. We've talked about the arms breaking down. I don't know why you have seven rotational arms now, all break listen, down. Listen, this argument we make on this show all the time, and I'm so tired of this debate. I'm so worn out by this debate. Historically, this ownership group and this this team, they've spent money. The money's been spent. They have thrown money at the problem. Liked over the course of the year, but we hardly, obviously for reasons known, we've you never like talked boy, about them. Brenton O'Doyle. His name's not O'Doyle. It's just it's Doyle. Doyle. <laughs> but yes, I'm going with O'Doyle. I do love Brenton Doyle. Uh, I, I Doyle don't, rules. I don't like how Doyle is hitting 200s, but that don't change. I don't either. Uh, but there, there are a number He'll of different reasons they will. But for the Rockies to to be battling, they need they need to be remarkably healthy at this point, and they are far from that. So there are a number of extenuating circumstances, both self inflicted and not self inflicted. But either way, it's going to be tough. And that was kind of a you know was kind of the in the a weird way. Motion, I, I loved this season for the Rockies. This is what I think they sh- they should have done from the start, and they just. They, out of circumstance, were forced their way into it where there were just young guys everywhere. And then you saw, okay, like, all right, Tovar was on the roster at the beginning of the year, but then Nolan Jones and Brenton Doyle and... You're right. And Hunter Goodman and a whole bunch of different guys. You make such a good point. I am less inflamed 
about the Rockies this season than I was last season. Yeah. Or the year before. I actually saw some guys, I'm like, dude, these guys could be actual pieces if the team ever gets to winning. Like, they could be responsible for it. On that, we wholeheartedly agree because at least now you can see the future. Yeah. Before you, last year, I'm like, what what are we doing here? Two years ago, two and a half years ago, would you say that we have a lot more people listening to the program today than we're listening two and a half years ago? I don't know. Those two or three people that made the switch. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, for those people who haven't heard it, we haven't always been pessimistic about things, and I'm not even pessimistic right now. It's just the reality of where they are, and I'm very hopeful things will get better. I, I feel like we need context to this, though, because I know what <laughs> but, you're doing. But, but if we go back in time. <laughs> this was this was COVID years. Remember, this was was it a 60-game season or 60-something? Right, come on. Are we really pulling this Mo- out I of know Moshe's going to do this. I mean, why, it's stupid why, to do this. Why shouldn't we do it? This is one of the all-time <laughs> greats. All right, this was when the Rockies were still the Rockies, where they still had talent. They still had they still promise. Had no they still had hope. They still had pitching. They still had a lot of things. And they were off to a hot start. And I got excited. They, they were an MLB best 11-3 and in, remember, a COVID-shortened, like, 60-game season. And then this. No, this team is too good, I think. It's 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 too disciplined in too many yep. departments to fall apart. I and, and you can write this down. Hell, record this. I don't think this is a fluke. I think the Rockies, and I said this a week ago, I think the Rockies are playoff bound. I think your Colorado Rockies are going to be playing for something. In October. <laughs> Marty, Marty dies every time. And listen, Moj, before you go crazy that was the, making you fun know, of you Vic. Know what that was that was the beginning of the end. That was the last time we thought yeah. the Rockies were good, actually. Yeah. That was the last time. But before Mosher and I'm amazed that you're the one that brings this up all the time, considering in the middle of him doing this, there's a giant yep. Exactly. He in the middle of me. it. He agreed with Let's me. Let's hear the yep, please, Marty. No, this team is too good, I think. It's 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 too disciplined in too many yep. departments. To <laughs> yeah. Whose yep is oh, that? Oh, you're so stupid. You just. Whose yep is oh. that? AI. You're just so <laughs> dumb. Way to go, Martin. Utilizing it's AI to hurt the program. Good too job. Many depart- yep. Can we get Brett's, yep. Can we get Brett's, uh, uh, Philip Lindsay and, uh, and and Bradley Chubb? Can we, can we get oh, no, those? No, Phil Lindsay wasn't me. That was Vic, too. I, oh. I got I got Von Miller. Oh, you got, got Von, Von Miller. Miller. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. Von Miller. I was like, they're moving on from Von Miller. And two minutes later, <laughs> yeah. they have brought Von Miller back for another year. <laughs> what was the one? I Literally, uh, uh, five minutes after Yours was Philip Lindsay oh, that's right. saying, this I, is what I think's going to happen. I think Phil's going to stick around for that year. He's going to make the money he's making. He's not going to be happy. And he's going to beat this guy out. And you know what? Eventually, I think he'll beat out Melvin Gordon. I think there'll be a time next year where they're going to lean on Phil Lindsay. Five minutes later, training. Literally, literally five minutes. Yeah. Literally. Yep. And yours was Vaughn? What'd you say about Vaughn? I don't remember. Remember, Here. Vaughn had his player option or his team option in his contract mm-hmm. that was $20 million. And they go, oh, I don't think the Broncos are going to pick that up. Not I mean, a what's chance the point? in the world. Mm. And they did. <laughs> right okay. away. Now, they did end up trading him that year, but still. All right. Mosier's gaffes are so pronounced and ridiculous. He, he had a dead guy still alive. He had... Ed Sprinkle, he had so many things that he said wrong, right? I mean, Ed Sprinkle is That is still, one of the old-timers. It's, it's the number one. Did I it's kill, the number I, one in the history of the show. I killed Tommy Tuberville. I feel bad about yes. that. I didn't. I, I wasn't trying to kill Tommy Tuberville. I was thinking Pat Dye. That's my bad. Give me Sprinkle. Find me Ed Sprinkle. Because to me, anything that This defined, is when our show took off. This, this defines is Mark Mosher. 
Guy who thinks he knows it all, but really doesn't. <laughs> By the way, this was um, the Hall of Fame names were announced, and we were upset because Gratishar wasn't in. I was in. so, so mad. We going yeah, the names, I was so said, mad. Ed Sprinkle got into the Hall of Fame, and because Ed Sprinkle got in, it led to Marty's looking around. I don't know if that Ed means Sprinkle. Who the hell is Ed Sprinkle? Played 1944 to 1955 for the Bears. You know what I'm saying? I, Ed listen, Sprinkle was one of the first African-American okay, players. I with all that. due respect to all these guys who played. <laughs> all due respect. Listen, uh, he's gone. But for God's, about, for, wait, wait, what? wait, wait. What did you say about Ed Sprinkle? I thought he's one of the first African-American players, no? Ed Sprinkle's white. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. Okay, so this is for the I mean, last, oh last one for the newbies. Last one for the newbies I love tonight. it when you get overly amb- ambitious. Yeah, Ed Sprinkle, one of the great African-American players of our time. <laughs> I said one of the first of all time. And now uh, I couldn't stop. Like, anytime Mosher said it, you guys had it for uh, oh, Willie O'Ree. Is that his name? Yeah, what about Willie O'Ree? Because you guys had, during an avalanche broadcast, you honored him as being, he, was he the first African-American in the NHL? Correct, yes. And you said that, and all I wanted to do was flood your phone with, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Martin, could you find our, when Vic and I reacted to uh, to the Joe Flacco signing, that was one we got incredibly right. Really, really right, right? You act like it's on his fingertip, like he can get it right away. He's a genius back there. You said it, then you paused immediately. Breaking news. Baltimore has agreed in principle to trade former Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco to the Broncos. How are you receiving this news? Again, you're just jumping in your car, whatever. What in the hell is John Elway thinking? That that is just such a... What is he doing? Okay. It's an appropriate response. Absolutely. Appropriate. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting, too, because you guys want to talk about Russ. And, and I want to talk about Russ. And there's no reason to even stick it to Russ or anything of that nature. But can I make a couple of observations just a little bit? Sure. But I don't guess I don't disagree with you where, let's say, the Avs are losing 9-2. to two And you're like, well, McKinnon didn't get a hat trick tonight. That's his, you know, it's his problem. That's what it felt like to me. Okay. You know, I, I look it at felt the, like the Nuggets would give up 150 points. They'd lose by 50. And we'd be like, dude, Porter was two of eight from three. Well, we basically buried Pete Carroll. That guy's in his 70s chomping on his gum. Look, look at him chomp his gum, right? He turned Geno Smith into a pro bowler and took his team to the postseason last year at nine and eight. Mm-hmm. Now it's nine and eight. They're two and one this year. And heck, they just went and beat our Lions. And that hurt me right in my, in my gut two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. It hurt. You know, they're now, let's see, nah, nah, they are 11 and 9 without Russ. And Russ, in his entire tenure in Denver, has won how many football games? Four. Four. He's won four total games. I'm not talking about 11 like the, like the Seahawks have. Yep. And by the way, their defense was completely dismantled. I mean, completely dismantled. Guys spread out all over the league, retired, gone, cut, whatever the case may be. They redid their team. And I'm just looking at the evidence. Well, why is Seattle continuing to win football games in an incredibly tough division at times when the Rams are good and certainly with the 49ers? And I'm not saying that Broncos division isn't tough, but Russ has won four damn football games. Four. They're not going to lose to Seattle. That's why. It's impossible. God, I remember that. You were so sure. 
You I, were so I confident. Was so, because I was incredibly optimistic. How much You're did right. you lose on that? You lost, because I'm the one who said, I, for as much grief as I got from my Rocks prediction, the, remember the guy who said, watch out for the, the opener in Seattle? I'm the one who warned everybody. I said, watch out for the opener in Seattle. It's going to be a Super Bowl setting for the Seahawks. Russ is going to feel it. He's going to hear it. He played well in that game. I'm Jack. just telling you what but I thought. But if the Broncos are going on the road or any place on earth to play <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks, they will kill them. You know what's funny about that, though, Moj? Is kill. <laughs> <laughs> I had to reiterate with the kill. Okay, I, hang on, Moj. I mean, what a difference What, what a difference but, one year makes. I, I cannot believe here? it. What are you saying about Russ? What well, is I'm saying, you know... Okay, maybe he's playing more efficiently. He's playing better. He's certainly playing more within himself. I know what he's trying to say. He won't say. He's not a winner. What I'm saying is, is is he the guy? Just say it. it. Is this a legit question? His entire career he has been. I know. Mop the field with the Seahawks in week one. (laughs) Trust me. I know. Trust me. Would you stop that, Martin? That's what makes this so impossible to understand. It's it's hard. He came into this place. His number one resume, right on his resume, winner. He's a winner. And it was like, it was everywhere. In college, yeah. he was a winner. Yeah. So, in Seattle, I, I he almost put my junk on the line. For this <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, All Lord, right, thank you. So, that's to answer your question of what he lost. Thank God I didn't do that. Motion Lombardi and Kane, Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. surrounding a 70 to 20 loss is why didn't what's it going to take for Russell and Sean Payton to figure this thing out and I'm like it just feels like a very weird sort of concept that you go to Russell Wilson on that and again I think we suffer a bit from Pavlov's dog where we just see the Broncos lost hey why didn't Russell play better I think that's just where you go. But again, when I give you numbers, and I know numbers aren't the end-all, be-all. They well, can be deceiving. Brent, that seems to be a national perspective. Even I, even if I, I, even I think it's incorrect, but that seems to be the national fix. Um, here's the numbers. Russell Wilson has 791 passing yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions, a 99.5 uh, quarterback rating, and a 65.5% completion percentage. Patrick Mahomes has eight more passing yards, one more touchdown, the same interceptions, the exact same quarterback rating, the exact same completion percentage, and yet the Chiefs are two and one. What's going on here? And by the way, let me pose this one to you. The Chiefs have scored a grand total of 78 points this year through three games. It's a lot. Not a lot for them, but a lot for most teams. 41 came against the Bears this past weekend. What if Russ drops 40? What if this offense drops 40 in Chicago this weekend? I think they could do it. In fact, I'm predicting a win already, so I think it's possible. Because the other games that they played mm-hmm. was a 21-20 to loss the opening game against the Lions, mm-hmm. a 17-9 to win against Jacksonville, and now 41-10 to over Chicago. So... Here's how I see this game, and it's interesting. So, so Mahomes is a winner, yeah, because he scored 17 points. Yeah, he he did enough to win, though. You know, you could say that about the 2015 Broncos season. 
Sure. They weren't an offensive juggernaut. They did enough to win. You win. The if, goal is to win. The goal isn't to score points. The goal is to score enough points to win. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. That's all. And your quarterback, the definition and the perception of your quarterback goes hand in hand with that previous statement. If you and I win. Think at sometimes unfairly, I'm not saying this is unfair, but it's sometimes. That's it just is. the way it works. Yeah. If you win, it's assumed then you have a leader of men. You have a great quarterback. If you lose, uh-oh, what's wrong with your quarterback? What's his rating right now? 90 what? Russ? Yeah. 99 and a half. Okay. Pretty damn good. Actually, pretty good. Over 100 is good. But but not bad. And it, Where's the sustain? When we compare him to Patrick Mahomes, will there be sustainability? The, that's, would, that's the question for me. Sustainability throughout the course of a season. Do you believe that's going to stay that way, Kaner, or will it come down? Yeah. I, I think it could stay that way. I'm okay. looking at we'll this, uh, this quote sheet from Sean Payton at his press conference yesterday, and that's a phone conference, right? Mm-hmm. That's just phones. Yeah. He takes phone calls. <laughs> it's like a radio show. Yeah. Sean Payton does his own Call radio her, show. You're on the air. No one asked him about why Russell Wilson was in the game late in the fourth quarter. I mean, the game was over. Yeah. Why is he in the game? I have no idea. Still. What, what is your suspicion? Look, uh, what I said... On month, well, yesterday was maybe this was a dad who caught his kid smoking and said, I'm going to make you smoke the whole pack now. Like, maybe that's what it was. But it he, was a punishment of sorts. It wasn't really the problem at all. I but know. You just said he wasn't the issue. I, I, I know that. I don't. Here's the thing. This is full conspiracy theory, okay? I think Sean Payton wants Russell's a scapegoat. That's what I think he wants. If things go poorly mm-hmm. here, it's not my fault. You guys knew well, this that's guy not, wasn't that, good. Okay, well, that's not working because right now, Russell Wilson's stats are pretty damn well, good. It's still kind of working from a narrative perspective because I heard people talking, with the exception of Rex Ryan, who's salty because he didn't get the D.C. job, I didn't hear people talking about the Broncos' defense after that loss. Hold on a second. I, could, I can apply the, the season opening loss to Vegas. I could say, okay, Russell Wilson played a hand in that. Sure. Is he the reason that now, they gave up? Now, they, they did score on... Half their possessions in that game, they just got six shots at it. But is he, is he the reason they gave up 38 to Washington? Okay, but Vic, no, he's not. Is no. he the reason they gave up seven? Well, hold on a second. In that second half, he didn't do diddly-poo to quote the late— Well, I didn't want to kill Jim Moore off. They didn't do anything in the second half against the Washington Commanders. They did nothing. It was a tale of two cities. Yep. Okay, it was a mess in the second half. They didn't do jack. My well, point, they my, were at the 48-yard line. He completes a 29-yard pass to get into the red zone to Sutton, and he fumbles. Okay, Russ played. We thought Russ was going to be Is a— Is that ho- also his fault? No, it's not. We thought Russ, before he came to Denver, was a Hall of Famer, right? Borderline. Okay. Bo- okay. Well, well, he was trending that way, yes. and if he can continue in Denver, True. oh, yeah, baby. Would you trade him to the Jets right now for a Zach thousand Wilson? percent, but they would Jets would never do it because they don't want that salary. But if the Jets said to themselves, "We're all no. in. We got to win this year." Aaron Aaron Rodgers not playing. We need help. And you know why I would? You know no, why I would? No, you can't. You still owe him the money, even if you trade him. The dead That's money. What yeah. the, the dead money? Correct. Yeah. It'll accelerate on the cap. But so that would be like a hundred million dollars you'd fork over. It. Just you well, can't. Then, yeah. when, when are you gonna? Okay, let me ask you this. Somebody though. suggested that to me yesterday, and there's so many factors why you can't trade him. I mean, if we're talking just player for player, the answer is yes, Vic. If you're talking dollar-wise, eating the cap, the answer is no. Do you think Russell Wilson, and I want you both to be honest about this, intellectually honest, do either of you think Russ 
in the remainder of his contract will lead the Broncos to anything big? No. Nope. Then we got to peel the Band-Aid at some point, dude. We got to yank that mall off at some point. Do you? I mean, no, do, do I don't. Think, because do you, you know what? Because while I think Stephen A. Smith, he ha- he was uh, he was taking the wrong tack yesterday, talking about the Broncos in their seventy to twenty loss. I think I get the feeling anyway that he's correct in the fact that I don't think guys in that room follow him. I don't think. I mean, I don't think guys in that room look to him as this guy that you want to yeah. block for and this guy that you want to lay out over the middle for. Well, you, I, I just don't get the feeling that you he inspires it, people he inspire. inside that room. There's a lot. And so if that's the case, let's start looking for our next damn quarterback right now and peel the damn Band-Aid at some but, point. But okay. how does he go when from— When it's sort of even remotely economically feasible. But it still it doesn't make any sense because he was everything you just explained in Seattle. Yeah. And then he gets here and he's not. And you know what? What has Seattle done since he's left? Have they won? Are they a winning football team? Yes. Did Pete Carroll take? Did they? Okay. Um, Barely. Dude, I almost mf'd. I almost did. For they real. were nine and eight. Oh, that's better than five and five I, and twelve. I get it, Jack. I get it, but they're nine and eight. Where was Where was Geno Smith residing before he went to Seattle? Where was he residing? He was the backup there. Backup in Cincinnati. One point. Oh, he was. He was the backup. In I, Seattle. I think the proper terminology is he was on the scrap heap. Geno Smith was a scrap heap quarterback. No offense, but he had his shot to be a starter, much like Zach Wilson's going to end up being a scrap heap quarterback. Baker Mayfield virtually was. And Pete Carroll turned him into 9-8, and eight, into a pro bowler. Did he make the pro bowl? Yeah, he did make the pro bowl. You can say what you want about that, but he can now call himself a pro okay, bowler. All right. So I'm just, I'm saying the, the empirical data is right there. It's up to Russ to fix all, all right, of this. So inspire men, win games. Let me, let me conclude. Let what, me conclude. What, what am I wrong about? Let me offer a conclusion. Let me wrap this puppy up. All right, real quick. So you're telling me then they gave away draft picks first round. They gave away a bunch of different stuff to get him. They handed him at the time, the richest contract for a quarterback. At the time, they can't trade him because they owe him so much money. You don't think they can win big with him, anything of significance with him. It doesn't feel like it, Vic. Will this go down as the biggest trade bust in the history of the NFL? No, I think the well, did the Herschel Walker trade? I mean, he played pretty good for Minnesota, but my God, what they gave up to get quarterback's different. Can Can I just? I need to address a couple of things here. Because we played this revisionist game with him in particular. Like, it's it's so bizarre. Russell's not a leader. Except for the 12 years he was in Seattle. Pretty good. One. Well, well the why, one why, ten, why one, do former what? teammates take such joy in sticking it to 10 games yeah. a year. Why? With the exception of one year yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. Made Super Bowls. Not a leader. Okay. Uh, Russell's Russell not a he, winner. He, he, it's all he did is win in college, he, in pros, win, win, win. All right, he did is win. Russell was never that good. Dude had 40 touchdown seasons with Doug Baldwin and Golden Tate, who were five foot and, eight. And he would pull like, off highlight reel plays where you'd watch and go, wow, wish we had one of those. Well, Russell was built around a winning rapport with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. DK uh, was there for about three seconds. What the before hell does he left that even Seattle. mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand. So, is this what you guys are telling me? For a guy to be good, he needs good no, players around them. No, see, Imagine many, that. What a concept. Too many what a weird people thing that is. I'm, I'm pointing to you, listeners, not me. 
I'm pointing to you. Not me and Brett, because me and Brett are on the same page here. I don't know what the hell Mojo's thinking. Me and Brett are on the same page. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When the Russell Wilson trade happened, we all it was like an end around that the Broncos ran. We were all thinking Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, day, you know, day five of stupid Marty's watches and all that. Day six. Have day six. <laughs> That's all we, we are programmed to think Aaron Rodgers. And then Russell Wilson happened. We were through the roof with joy. We were celebrating the Super Bowl championship before it even came. Mm-hmm. We thought it was a home run. Not a single one of us. And those of you who are out there changing your tune you might want to look in the mirror and revisit that. See, and here's the other thing. Oh, yeah. uh, please, please finish your thought because because I don't know to. about you, Mosier. The day that Russ, do we have audio of the day Russ came here? Do we, were we on the show at the time? It was a glorious. It was day. announced on at, at that time with Ryan Harris, Scott Hastings, and Delver. They were screaming. Yes, it was glorious. It was a glorious day. We thought the franchise had changed. We thought the franchise, we were like, can, can you believe that we got our third straight Hall of Fame quarterback? We have John Elway, Peyton Manning, and now Russell Wilson. Oh, my God, the gifts from above. That was the message. That was the feeling. So, Mosier, all your revisionist crap, stick that in your pie hole. Do you want to know something else about leadership, Mosier? You know what's, like, not good to do as a leader? And it's pretty clear here, I think, three weeks in. Demand your own office and set yourself apart from your teammates? Yeah, that was a bad call. Oh, you, oh, was, that, oh was that a bad call? You know what else is, okay. Mosh? You know what else is? A head coach who very clearly doesn't like his quarterback. Very clearly does not like him. And very clearly wants to make him the excuse for anything that goes wrong this year, despite the fact you give up 70 points. The fact that... Do you guys know that when Sean Payton went to his press conference after the game, he said we won in the special teams category? Because they had a kickoff return for a touchdown and a game they lost 70 to 20? Did you know that he pointed out turnovers as a major issue when they gave up 70 points on defense? I know. Where is all of the finger pointing going for him? And I think that part of it is gross that you want to sit there and you want to talk about leadership. How about you back up your quarterback a little bit and say, hey, we need a little bit more help from our defense to get off the bleeping field. It's a lack of humility and understanding on his part to say, we can't be fumbling 40 yards down the field when our quarterback sets us up for a big play. Yeah. And we did it twice. And our defense can't be giving the ball back Our offense has no room for error at this point. Hey, maybe, maybe when we play against Washington and the Commanders, we make them throw four picks and hold them to three points like the Bills did last week, as opposed to giving up thirty-five. You know what I wanted to hear him say after that game, Sean Payton, and we talk about resentment and why he rubs people along. It starts here. Yeah, I messed up. It starts with me. Me, I'm the reason we gave up seventy. Not we, not we, not we, me. May I join in while you two continue? It starts with me. While you two continue to play Tickle Fight? Sure. May may I join in since you guys are making out over this situation? Please. 
I don't disagree with what you're saying, Brett. In fact, I think you made an incredibly well-thought-out, cogent argument a few moments ago. But all you guys, when you really think about it, all you two are doing right now, and for anybody new, this don't think that I'm being negative here, but this is a fact. You are flapping your gums about nothing. Because I don't, I don't give a rat's rip. You know, in the bottom line is, as we sit here today on September 26th, and the Broncos are 0-3 having given up 70, and we're looking to the future of this franchise, where the hell is it going? I think under Penner and, and company, it's going to be going in a good direction. Need more feet wet, need more understanding, but nonetheless, I don't give a crap how it ended in Seattle. I don't give a crap that Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor and all these dudes have taken surreptitious shots at Russ over the last year and a half. Glee in what happened last year to him. None of this matters. Getting your ass kicked last week honestly doesn't even matter because you both just came out and said, nay, eight minutes ago, do you think this thing, this team ever wins anything with Russ? And you both said, no. Nah. Uh-uh. That has nothing to do. Stop, 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 stop. Just let me finish. So let's, it, it, it's almost like Brooks and Red in Shawshank Redemption. Get busy living or get busy dying. Find the direction of this. I don't give a sh- crap. You can't fix this. I, I don't. Uh, you can't on. fix this. Well, you can't right now. You, you, you cannot fix this for another year and a half. Okay, then what do you suggest we do, Vic? You cannot do anything right now without a huge gouge then in every, your payroll. The, uh, agreed. Uh, you don't think I'm aware of that? You don't think I know the acceleration on the cap? What I'm telling you is everything this and, and for, for the ownership group of the Broncos and all the management and coaching, everything you do from this point on, everything, you, you want to win games. We all want to win games. Everything should be focused on on the task at hand in finding your next quarterback and alleviating yourself of this friggin' situation, can, which is absolutely hamstringing the franchise to death. Can I, can I give you this, though, Moj? Oh, is that, no, is that, is that not logical? No. Because all you guys are talking about, well, no. he was no. a winner. No. He was a Madison. Because listen. He won. No. You, no. You're, you're, Here's you're, why it's not being, logical. You're being illogical. You're being dumb. Martin, can you put your finger on the button? Because I feel like I need to curse. Hey, kind of did. Hey, listen, do you want to know why I wanted to stop you in the middle of that? Is because you said that we both admitted that they aren't going to win anything with Russell. You want to know why? Because if it's not at the end of this year, then it's definitely going to be next year. They've already made the decision, it feels like. They want to move on. My issue is this. Then just do it. My issue My is this. You can't. If you go, hang on, hang on. Just have some Moj, balls. Eat a hundred mil and let's go. If they go out and they finish the year two and fifteen and they get the number one overall draft pick, and you put Caleb Williams here, what's the team? Well, is I it don't, any different? Same. If same, you're same team. you're giving up seventy points to Miami, it won't Agreed. matter. Agreed. So. When I say I don't think that Russ is going to accomplish anything here, it's by circumstance of his timeline I think is done. I think this head coach who is not going anywhere already hates him and doesn't feel like he wants to move on with it. And secondly, by the time you get to the end of that timeline, there's nothing that will be fixed about this defense. See, last year, 
Russell Wilson walked into a vacuum of empowerment. He was the guy with power. Mm-hmm. He had an office. He had a big salary. He had a new contract. He was the power man. This year, it, Sean Payton walked into that. Sean Payton has all the power now. Yes, he does, Vic. And this is an, it, 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 it dovetails right into my next very important question. Who's gone first? Sean Payton or Russ Wilson? Who's gone first? Russell. Russell, clearly. Sean Payton has a... Payton's going to be here for years. Okay. Whether you like it or not. If Russ ain't his guy, and we don't think Russ is his guy, then what are we going to do? Spin our wheels and bang our heads against the damn wall for the next year and a half? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, but Because if you're, if you're telling me that's my Bronco's life for the next year and a half, I'm out, Guff. I'm out. So here's here's I'm the out, issue, I'm though, Roj. If, you, if I gave logic. you the number one overall pick, you're going to take Caleb Williams. But listen... If I gave you a list and I said, list the positions from worst to best, how many positions would you get to before quarterback is, is the problem? I don't think there's any doubt that you're Corner, on the right track. Edge rusher, I don't th- linebacker. I don't I think you are interior ab- defensive they, they lineman, offensive lineman, a playmaking wide they receiver. Can't hold the edge like, how many defense. different things do I need to go through before I'm like, oh well then it's See, Russell. Mosier's one of these naive types. Mosier's one of these naive types who thinks you change a quarterback, you fix everything. And the naivete is astonishing to me. Vic, you're you're <laughs> Like, you, you fix the – like, if you gave the Broncos Tua, who is the top-rated quarterback in the NFL right now, correct? You gave the Broncos Tua. He get murdered here. You gave him Tua for three games. How do the Broncos look? Two and one. I'm not so sure about My that. My ass. <laughs> what? My – Really? My tail. So he's he's going to throw for 400 yards to Lil Jordan Humphrey out there? Is that what he's going to do? Dude, Jimmy or, – Or one of the 15 snaps that Marvin Mims is playing so far this year? Who maybe, plays the role of Cheetah maybe, for him? Who's, I mean, who who are his backs that could take it to the house on any given any given moment? Well, who well, are they? His completion, thirty yards downfield to get in the red zone, make Cortland Sutton not fumble the football. Vic, the the evidence does he have Mike McDaniel pulling his strings here? The evidence last this past weekend should show you that Josh McDaniels is not a competent National Football League coach. Kicking, well, you know a field, kicking a field goal down by eight with two minutes to go is stupid. Hang on. We're not Hang a competent on. coach. They've beaten the Broncos seven straight times. Uh, did, uh, exactly. The fact that you lost that week, that, that the opener to the Raiders, I, it, my heart is hurting. Brett, what I'm saying is that you're absolutely correct. They, it's become abundantly clear they need help in a lot of areas. But if Sean Payton ain't going anywhere, you're going to have to. You have no choice but to throw your trust in him to build this roster with guys he wants and guys he likes. Otherwise, we're just sitting here kicking ourselves in the head for the next year and a half. We we understand the long-term alternative. Oh, you're making me so mad. And we all all agree that a quarterback down the road is necessary. What's your short-term fix here, Moshe? You're 0-3. You gave up 70. I'm going the Brett Kane route from now on. What's your short-term fix? What do you say? What's the Brett Kane route for a Sunday, Brett? I get hammered. I'm going to get hammered for every Broncos <laughs> game no. between no, now and about, January. You're what? Sean Payton. You, you just told me you don't believe in, oh, you're, in Russell. Oh, you're, you're talking your, about Sean Payton, yeah, what's not your me short-term personally. Fix? You, you, Vic, you have no choice but to eat it. Uh, I'm asking you for the quarterback position. What do you do? You play Russ because he's your best option. All right, option. then. We're, we're in agreement. Okay, good. Let's go uh, high five. 303-504-0925. Back up to this. Fourth down, late in the game. And he kicked the field goal. Here was his quote at his press conference. We needed multiple possessions. 
Does he know how points work? I don't I don't think he knows how. You know what? I disagreed with the Rams tactics last night. Clock winding, clock winding, clock going. Kick your field goal. You need two scores. Yeah, I kick thought your, about that. Kick your field goal with over two minutes left, then go for the outside kick. What's the difference? Well, and especially, like, don't run the football. <laughs> you know, so like. Too much time off the clock, man. I mean, this is, again, this is clock management 101. You need two scores. What does it matter if you kick the field goal first or score the touchdown first? Either way. Yeah, you need them both. And then you can put yourself in position for a Hail Mary or something like that if you get the ball back, whatever. Um, but Josh McDaniels said, you're going to need another possession anyway. That's actually not how points work. If you get a <laughs> touchdown and a two-point conversion, you don't need another one. I mean, you do, I guess, to win the game, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't lose. Are we getting too analytic out? I mean, Brandon Staley, going forward at his own, what was he, in his own 30? His own 30. Yeah. On fourth and one. I don't know. Miami did the same thing against With the Broncos. You know, out of, out of oh, all- dude, they had a 50-point lead. I mean, so what? No, no, that wasn't the case. It wasn't. It was still early in the game, it was and they twenty-one went for to it. seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they were doing whatever they wanted offensively. I, I understand, but they still did it. Well, but the Chargers, they almost blew that game. How, how, about, how about Oregon fourth and seventeen? Wasn't it fourth and seventeen? What was it when I mean, they talked about the fake, fake field goal, the fake, the oh, fake punt, yeah, yeah. fake punt from their own? No, no that, they were on their own seventeen. Oh, that's right. That was wide open. Um, and did you see the? Did you see the guy who who had the fake punt? He was like a 300-pound lineman that ran the football. See, but, but Moj, you say the analytics part. You know what's funny about the Staley thing? That's actually one of his dumb decisions that people have criticized that I've minded the least because you're going for the win. Like, I can appreciate going for the win. And it still worked out for him. He could have looked really dumb. Had the Vikings gotten the end zone, Dude, you probably should if, have punted if, the if football. He, if he loses but, that game, I swore to goodness, he should not have been in the airplane home because this has been, it, it feels like it's been a long time coming. The Chargers continue to stick with him. I have no, I have no axe to grind with Brandon Staley. I just don't think he makes good decisions. You know what it feels like, Brett? What's that? I can't stand it. I know <clears> you <throat> planned it. I'm going to set it straight this Watergate. What's that? No idea. It's the Beastie Boys. And the name of the song is? God, you're just you're so out of touch. Sabotage? Boom! I love Martin. It felt like sabotage. Sabotage! For his own team. Uh, and, you know, going back to this uh, Broncos situation, look what they've done to us. We get the football and we start to drive. And then we go and, and we just do high. Oh, no. <laughs> That's me. We get boys. the ball, we go three and out. Then we go on the sideline and pout. <laughs> so, hang on. So, so the deal is that uh, for those who are new to the program, we're normally incredibly kind to each other. We're all very good friends. We laugh with each other, have barbecues, hang out. I, I'm, I have not been to your new house. Cannot think of one time me you neither. made me laugh. Vic, I've never been to your house either. You've never been to my house? Not once. Come over. When? Today. I've been to everybody's house. <laughs> today. Just come. Come play golf today with me? You have a golf course at your house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mario. You can play golf with me today. What time? Two? No, I ain't doing that. I didn't ask you. I'm giving maybe. I'm afraid. I'm giving it a maybe. But the Broncos, here's what come the Broncos Come to my house first? Yeah. Go ahead. 
The Broncos have. Help me move a couple things. No, no see, that's no, what I'm I didn't kidding. want. Exactly. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Take this dog out for a walk. 70 points. I'll carry the poop bag. Okay. 70 points makes even the, the, the kindest people turn on each other. You give up 7-0, most points in 66, most yards since 51. And that's the second most yards ever given up in a National Football League game. I know you're aware of that. That'll do something to your personality and your outlook on life. Can I ask you a question? About I that? just feel I feel like we're we're all trying to. I mean, we all want answers. We all want to fix it, but there's just no easy way to go about it. And Sean Payton, let me tell you this, Sean. I don't, I don't care whether Russ is your guy or not. I don't care whether these defensive players are your guys or not. I don't. I don't care about any of that. You thought it over, and you signed your name on the dotted flipping line. You signed it. You signed up for this. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe this isn't what you expected. Maybe you came in and thought, ah, pff, just me walking through the front door is going to establish a lot of newness, and it's going to be great. I don't care what you thought, but this is what you signed up for to the tune of 18 per. So I don't want to hear any more crap about anything and about blame and about anything else. Ken, you're talking about using Russ as a as an excuse or whatever, you know, shifting. But Certainly you, seems that way. You better not do that, Jack, because you wanted this job. You asked for this job, and you got this job, and you made a big deal about what you were going to do once you had this job. Let, let me go back to something you said earlier. And that's all I'm saying. saying. 70, so now you have to deliver, and everybody knows that. 70 points changes perspective, and it might have for us, because I want to go back to Rex Ryan on ESPN yesterday. Just play this little part here, Marty. Go ahead. We can say what we want, whether it was me or somebody else. I mean, this is a, an absolute disaster. Nobody saw this coming. This defense literally was supposed to be a top five defense Heck in yeah, the league. Yeah. And Heck maybe yeah. number one with the right guy. Okay, right it. there. Maybe that was too much. Maybe top five that, and number one is that, too much. That is way too but, much. But, Vic, when we were talking about this earlier, we were trying to decide where, where was this defense supposed to be. And you go, oh, God, not top ten, maybe top half. I think they were supposed to be around the top 10. I think the fact they gave up 70 and 35 last week to Washington has is, is rearranged our brains into what we thought. Because well, going into this year, they were 8th in total yards last year as a defense and 15th in points that got skewed by the Rams game. What, what happened was is the, the season went finally on. finally broke. Yeah, but, as but, the season went on, it drugged the defense down like a boat anchor stat-wise. But... This is largely the same defense that we saw last year. Okay. We should have expected right, them listen, to hover around listen, top and 10. This is where I come, and this is where it's very easy for me. Who, who organizes the defense? Who's in charge of organizing the defense? You go here, you do this, scheme, everything. Who does Vance? That? Vance Joseph. Yeah. Who oversees Vance Joseph to make sure that the organization of the defense Sean is Payton. Sean Payton. Who's this on? Sean Payton. 1,000% on Sean Payton. Yeah, but What's the question? I, well, here's my well, question, Sean. My question was this. Did we just in our heads rearrange what we thought the defense was going to be because of the last couple of weeks compared to what we thought it was before the season started? Because last year they were top 10 level defense. Mm-hmm. That That is what they were. What makes you think, you know, because we, we have the assumption that they're going to waltz into Chicago. I know Mosier's already guaranteed a win, and I'm not guaranteeing anything out of this Broncos team anymore. They, they, if they, if they, they are not, they listen, they lost that privilege. There's no guarantees. If, yep, I'm with you. If Josh Fields can move the ball Justin. against this, I'm sorry. 
If Justin Fields can move the ball against this team, then what? I'm going to be heartbroken. The, the Bears, as bad as the Broncos' loss was, the Bears' entire week last week into the game and then losing for 34 to nothing. Oh, they're far time. more dysfunctional than the Broncos. Let, are. let me explain. Their no good, very bad, awful yeah. week was way worse than the Broncos. Hey, the Broncos are favorite at Soldier Field. That should tell you everything you need to know. As much as you, you think the Broncos are in sort of dysfunction right now in some capacity, whether it's a tiny bit or a lot, the Bears are in absolute crisis mode. They're an absolute <laughs> mess. If you can't go in there and beat mm-hmm. those guys, then you cannot beat any right. team in the league. Let me get to this text because I know. I'm just, I'm blown away. This team lost by 50 points and they're waltzing into somebody as else's favorites. house as a three and a half. I, that's got to be the first thing. That, I, I can't remember. An, uh, listen to this. A winless team who lost by 50 suddenly going on the road the following week <laughs> as a favorite. Not, not just a favorite. Like three and a half points is not a small number. No, that's like a six points when you flip it, when you consider the home field. How about a team that's 3-0 and with the number one passer in the league putting up 70 points, and they're going in as a dog? That's amazing. To Buffalo. They're going to Buffalo as a dog. Are they? It's only two and a half, but they are a dissolved. Buffalo looks a lot better, though. Um, they, of course they do. Let me read this from Isaac. Isaac, Isaac writes in, Fellas, love the show, long-time listeners, but less than a month out from opening tip-off, October 24th. Oh, my God. Can we Dude. hear something about our defending champions? Well, I got nothing for you because there's nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, not um, right Media now. Day is Monday. Uh, I'll be talking. We'll be live at Media Day, by the way. From no, the no, 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 no. We'll be live. You'll be. I'll be there with you guys interviewing players. What? Vic, you show up. Yeah, you bounce. At 7.01 a.m., you're gone. This, this is your you're, this, you're this is your, your This is your Mosier uh, Avalanche Charity okay. Tournament. No, no, you, no, no, you no. Get hold out. on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Shh, shh, shh. Make a distinction here. At the charity tournament, what's Mosier doing while we're on the air? He's going to the driving range. What am I doing Monday when we're on the air? You're doing TV stuff, but it's not. I'm interviewing players. Yeah, yeah, but we have a show. Well, Katie, okay. Katie can do all that. Uh, I'm doing it my way. <laughs> It's my turn. It's my turn. <laughs> Brett and I will be doing this show live from Ball Arena for Media Day. Vic is going to be eating bonbons and sipping lattes and talking to whomever whenever he feels like it. What is a bonbon? It's like a little, um, like a little cream. Cre- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh okay. Marty. Come on, Marty. Say Marty, you can't the- whisper it yes. to us it, and it, not to everybody else. live on the air, Hang Marty. On, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. What's a bonbon? He's not going to say. I believe it. it's some sort of sucker. <laughs> oh, come on, you coward! What so, is it? No, so, but what is it? It's a little cream-filled candy thing. Yeah, so to get you updated on the Nuggets and what they've been doing, nothing. Waiting for media day. They've been chilling. They're, I mean, listen, we talk sports when things are relevant, and there's nothing to say. They're still the defending champions. Nobody's got any news to report. Monday we'll have some storylines. Yep. 303-504-0925. Let's play uh, a new game that we started this year. A battle between Moj and Vic next. Get in the game with Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. They're the hottest tickets in town.